Welcome to the Total Fit Boss Chick Podcast. I'm your host, Brittany Parks, and joining me today is Jansen Young, a real estate investor who helps others build businesses that promote time and freedom stability. Today, we are discussing how to build a passive income with a full-time job, a unique strategy to invest in real estate when you are strapped for cash, and how to scale fast, and how to flip your money. Life is too short. Trying to run a business and balance what you love. I'm your host, Brittany Parks, a former corporate marketing drone and certified life coach turned mompreneur who got fed up with the mom guilt that comes from trying to have the perfect work-life balance. Why can't we have a fit life and a fit business? I'm here to make it easier to be your own boss and enjoy your life. Tune in every Thursday for new episodes. We're going all in with interviews with industry leaders, entrepreneurs, risk takers, coaches, and side hustlers, along with solo episodes with yours truly to provide actionable tools, tactics, processes, and even case studies so you can discover how to create, maintain, and or grow a total fit lifestyle you deserve. You're listening to the Total Fit Boss Chick Podcast. Welcome to the show, Jansen. Hello. I'm so happy to be here. It is so good to have you here. Now, Jansen, let me tell you, I'm all excited. You can hear this in my voice. Yes. <laughs> I'm all excited because let me just get this straight before we get into everything. Let me get this straight. So you spent 14 years in the financial industry as a financial advisor. So I serviced financial advisors. So I was flying all over the country, teaching financial advisors how they can grow their businesses more effectively with the software that we were using at the time. Yeah. Okay. And so you dealt with thousands of people, you're consulting with them, and then you decide to canvas your clientele to see like, how are you guys making so much money, but you don't know how to handle your money? (laughs) Exactly. 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 What was weird is I was one of them. I'm around money and I didn't know how to manage my own either. Yeah. We were all in the same boat. (laughs) You know what? I'm so glad that you're saying that because that's where so many people are. Okay. How do I do this? Or, Or they aren't at the point where they're making the money. Jansen, that's why we have you here on the show. (laughs) <laughs> because you are going to like help us dig into this. So you are a wife and a mother and mm-hmm. you have to spend your time wisely. So you yeah. started your business as a, I'm not going to say as a side gig, but we can say as a side gig to your full time. But the only reason why I say not a side gig is I don't want anybody to disrespect because believe me, I love the side gig. I don't want anybody to disrespect the amount that they can earn and what they could do with a side gig or with a, with a side income. So you were doing this with your nine to five or your eight to five or however many hours you were working, because I'm sure it's definitely more than 40, (laughs) but you were able to jump in and go from one to six properties in 60 days. Okay. So we need to start there. Yeah. Okay. (laughs) Okay. Let me take a step back. So before we got into that space, I mean, I call myself an accidental real estate investor um, because I really was not looking for this space. I was looking for opportunity, but real estate really wasn't what I thought was in the cards for me. Mm -hmm. So uh, what actually ended up happening is my husband and I worked on opposite ends, opposite coasts of Florida. So we were both having hour long commutes one way to our jobs, splitting the difference in the middle of the state. And when I got pregnant five years later, I'm like, look, I'm not going to have this baby on the highway. We did find another place. He found another job closer to where I worked, but we couldn't sell our home for the price that 
we thought was fake. This is back in 2008. So the market was just in the lull. And I'm so grateful to this day that we had a broker who knew more than just buy a house and sell a house. He had, a, he had invested in himself and he had invested in his toolkit. And he was able to come to us and say, hey, I know you can't sell it right now, but what if you rent it? And that thought never even crossed my mind, but I'm so glad that we did because when we rented that first property, it was the proof of concept for us. We could find someone else to manage a property for us long distance. We could trust someone to get reliable tenants. We could trust someone to handle the maintenance and still cash flow the property. Now, when I say we cash flow the property, I was making like $23 a month on my right. quote unquote <laughs> investment, but that wasn't the point, right? The point was, does this work? Mm-hmm. And for me, it did. And when we got settled um, in the house that we're in now, I told my husband, Hey, if we can do this on accident, like we can for sure do this on purpose. So mm. let's figure that out. I love that. I love that. Okay. So you went from oh. one to six properties. So that's yes. a whole big, <laughs> that is a big difference. So that's, right. that's the difference between letting life happen to you and then taking charge and like, I'm going to run with this. So we read a lot. <laughs> we read mm-hmm. Rich Dad, Poor Dad. We went to YouTube University. We were gobbling up all the information we possibly could. And I'm an action taker, right? Mm-hmm. So as soon as I saw on YouTube, you find good deals on Craigslist, we flew to Craigslist. We actually did find a fourplex really close to where we lived. So called up the guy and my husband is like sitting behind me on the phone. Girl, you don't have a clue how to buy a multifamily. <laughs> I'm like, have my, I have my hand over the speaker. I'm like, yeah, but the a person on the other end of the phone probably does. So we just uh, failed forward, just stumbled through that first deal. And when we closed on that deal, I found out I was again, and between daycare for two children. At that point, we still had car notes. We were still struggling with student loans. We had just bought this investment property that we had to pour tons of money into rehab in. We, we just didn't have the money to continue right. our lifestyle. We had to make a hard decision to be like, we have something's got to give. And so right after we closed on that fourplex, we bought another property, which I affectionately call my meth house. It's not a happy home, but you know what? We found it and we moved our family into that place, fixed it up. And, and we're living in that place as we rented out our big, beautiful, you know, home that we had to vacate. So that got us up to five units. And then the reason I say it's 60 days is because shortly after that one, I kept looking at the numbers and because our tenants in the fourplex, they didn't tell us this when we bought the property, we're not paying rent, but we had to go through evictions plus renovations and all that stuff. We were like, this is just killing us after buying a fourplex, renting out a nice four-bedroom, two-bedroom house, renovating this other three-bedroom, two-bath house. I looked at my husband and I'm like, baby, we we can't do this. Mm-hmm. And at the age of 34, my me, my mm-hmm. husband, my my daughter, and my newborn son moved back home upstairs to live with my parents. So yes, mm-hmm. I went from one house to six houses in my, or six units in my name while I was homeless. <laughs> it's easy to give that cool headline that, oh my gosh, you can do these amazing things. It hurt. <laughs> but if you were to ask me what I do it again in a heartbeat. Yes. Yes. Because those are powerful lessons and you 
that you cannot find on YouTube University. That is YouTube University, that yeah. kind of information. So what happened from there? How did you get from upstairs at your parents' house? Yeah. So we actually stayed there until the, the lease and the, the first property that we had ran out. So both my husband and I were still in corporate. So between bonuses and promotions, we were able to, to get um, back to our regular home in, a, in about eight months. Mm -hmm. Now, that sounds like a short period of time, but I will tell you at 34 with your own family and your own mannerisms and your own customs, it seemed like an eternity. Yes. Yeah. I get <laughs> uh, it. But we were able to, to get that situated in about eight months and we did move back into our property. Okay. But we knew, and one of the reasons that we were able to do that, not only were our jobs continuing to move forward, but all of that, that heartache that we had from the other houses started to pay off. The renovations were done. We got great tenants in, into the building. In fact, for that fourplex, when we bought the building, they said that the rents are about $700 uh, each a month. Again, they didn't tell us that payment was apparently optional. But, but after the renovations, we were cash flowing $1,000 a month from each unit plus what we were getting from the three-bedroom, two-bath house. So it sucked in the beginning, but in eight short months, we were in a totally different space. Yeah, that is huge that you guys hung in there together and got through that. But you went from that to saying, okay, look, I'm not going to stay in this space. I want to go into to vacant land. So Mm -hmm. Jansen, help us out. What did you, how did you go from fourplex to noplex? So it's interesting because I, I didn't go after looking, I didn't start looking for vacant land. What actually ended up happening was when we came back home, I'm like, okay, we hit the reset button. Things are moving in the right direction. I'm sitting on a little bit of cash. How do I get to spend it? I want to buy another, I want to buy another apartment building. And we actually did after that one ended, ended up purchasing a, a fiveplex afterwards. But after that, we were tapped out. We had no more capital. So we needed something to generate cash for us faster than just our regular day jobs so that we can continue the spines. And so in our mind, we know HGTV and right. apparently <laughs> flipping gives you fast money. So we're like, all right, we got to flip. So we, we joined our local RIA, that's our real estate investment association. They're everywhere, by the way. So I, I joined there and every month they bring in people to talk about Oh gosh, all kinds of things. And one night they had a gentleman come and talk about flipping land. And I really was not interested, but I figured if nothing else, it's a great way to meet people. So we went anyway. And I, there were three things that really resonated with me during that presentation, why I didn't continue to just hang out in the back and have conversations. And let me preface this by saying the whole reason why real estate appealed to us was always passive income. So I really wasn't interested in flipping. The only reason I wanted to flip was so that I can get cash and get more passive income. So when I had the speaker come in for the land, there were three things that really stood out. Number one, it was an audience of about 300 people. And he asked everyone, how many of you are uh, flipping houses, wholesaling houses, renting houses? Of course, all the hands fly up. That's literally why we are there. He does the same thing for apartment buildings and storage units. And basically everyone's hand is in the air. And then he told everyone, put your hand down. How many of you are doing this for vacant land? Three hands go. And he's, guys, that's your competition. And I was like, huh, okay. So being a busy mom who's married to a busy husband, mm -hmm. we were like, okay, so at least being in a space where we don't have to kill ourselves to race to the phone every time it rings. Okay, that makes more sense. But the second thing that was really impactful was 
with vacant land, there's really nothing to see or inspect. Whatever you have on Google Earth in 2020 is probably the same thing that's there here in 2021. So Mm -hmm. there's no reason to jump out of my chair and go inspect the property. In fact, in our busiest year, we flipped 28 properties and didn't see a single one of them. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) So the fact that we could do it remotely with two small kids, we're like, check, let's do this. (laughs) Yes. Yes. So did you stay in the same area when you were picking the land or you were all over the country or how did that work? Yeah. In the beginning, I wasn't comfortable with that. So I did flip in my own area here in Orlando, but now we don't flip anywhere near us at all. I'm primarily in, I'm still in Florida, but not in Orlando area, Georgia, Tennessee, North Carolina, and Texas. So I just follow the market. So the going back to the real reason why I was like, I am on board was the cash flow. So the third thing he mentioned was that you could cash flow vacant land. And I'm like, okay, now you're speaking my language. This is why I am here. The way that we cash flow land is we'll buy it at a really good price. And then when we go to sell, rather than selling for cash, we'll take a down payment. And then we'll take payments over time for the remaining balance. But when I'm taking payments, I'm typically charging 12.9% interest on the capital that's outstanding, which mm. is way better than what right. I was doing, not only in the bank, but definitely even in, in my investment portfolio. So, Yeah. Oh, yeah. You're talking. <laughs> okay. <laughs> that's what yes. I'm talking about. So let's step back a little bit for our audience. We are working our nine to five. We are ready to escape. We have some money in our 401k. So we've got some flexibility there. How can we start a passive income that makes sense for somebody just like you? What should we do? We're ready to hop out. Let's give her a name. What do you want to call her? Oh, that's Janelle. That's my daughter's name. I love it. Okay. There we go. (laughs) Janelle is ready to go. She, yeah, she needs something passive and she's got a family. She started. Congratulations on that grandbaby. So how can Janelle start earning more than what she's doing, trading dollars for hours. Yes. Yeah. I hear you. So there's really two ways that I could go here, depending on your age. So if Janelle, you are closer to that golden 59 and a half, the beautiful retirement age, then I would say, Hey, if you've got the money in your 401k, you can actually in your 401k can buy property. Your 401k can buy vacant land or houses or apartment buildings. And a lot of people don't know that. They think you're limited to whatever JP Morgan or Schwab gives you. And that's not what's in the IRS code at all. Some really cool benefits that if you have cash there, you do not need to liquidate it. You don't have to pay penalties or taxes. Mm. Just what you'd want to do is speak with a, it's called a self-directed custodian. Uh, They're all over the country, but look up a self-directed custodian and they can help you invest in literally anything, including cryptocurrency, if that's your jam. Yeah. Really? Okay. Okay, guys. I hope you're listening. So Janelle, (laughs) listen. Yes. Yes. Okay. So Janelle is on her way. So she says, okay, I am ready to, I'm going to go the real estate route. Okay, cool. And I want to do land. Where do, how does Janelle find those deals? How does she know what's a good deal? Okay, cool. The way that I find my land is, again, because you don't have to be local, I go to where land is selling. And the best way to do that is just hop on Google and look up the fastest metropol- the fastest growing metropolitan areas in the US. Hmm. There's, there's a top 10, there's a top 20, a top 50 list. It doesn't really matter. As long as you're in the top 100, you're going to find a spot where people are moving. And if people are moving there, people are buying houses and they are also buying land in and around that area. 
Yeah. Number two, we got to find something to actually buy. So once you zone in on a market that you like, you can Google your county property appraiser. So for me, that would be Seminole County property appraiser. That's what I would put into Google. In the US, you can go to any property appraiser website and pull up uh, the names and addresses of every person that owns vacant land. This is public information. And for the most part, it is free. You pull down that list of everyone who owns vacant land in the area that you want to buy. And then uh, up until this point, everything you've done is free, by the way, just if we're keeping track. We love it, uh, teaching. <laughs> yes. And this is the piece that's going to cost you. It's either going to cost you time or money, but you can decide you need to reach out to those landowners. And this is why it's costly. For every 100 people that I contact, there's one person that is going to say, okay, I'll, I'll go ahead and sell you my land. Okay. Gotcha. So I don't want you to go out here with, you know, big yes. bright eyes and say, I'm going to call three people and I'm right. going to be a millionaire. It does right. not work like that. And, and the reason why is because I'm not really looking at the price point that I buy vacant land. I, I don't pay more than 30 cents on the dollar. Gotcha. So, so what does that mean? So that means if there is a piece of property worth hundred thousand dollars, I am paying no more than $30,000 for that. Lot. Wow. You're doing a great job there. Which is why it takes a hundred people to say no before I get yes. my guess, but it's worth it. Yes. So yes, it if is. you are clipping coupons, if you are shopping sales, girl, let me introduce you to the best sale on the planet. Like, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. This is where it's. At. Yes. Yeah. Like the best shoes ever. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. But so in order to, to find those people, I always say I'm not looking for land because mm -hmm. there's plenty of that. Right. I'm looking for problems. I'm not looking for the person who has this beautiful piece of land and their family loves it. They go camping there every year. That's not what I want. You know, I, I want the land where it was handed down from their grandparents and it's divided up amongst four siblings who don't even want to talk to each other at Thanksgiving because they're right. fighting over who's going to pay the taxes and who's going to cut the grass and the HOA is coming down on them. That's what I'm looking for because yes. my mission Obviously I want to make money in this, but my mission is to repair families, solve mm. problems, remove mm -hmm. headache. And there's mm -hmm. that. Yes. Yes. I love it. So you have this mm -hmm. whole humanity, a humanity to it. Too. <laughs> of course. Yes. Yeah. That's, that is beautiful. That's beautiful. So when you do that and you're reaching yeah. out, are you, and you're working a full-time job, how are, are, did you have other people call for you or how did that work out for you? Yeah. So like I said, you could either do this with um, time or money. So I did not have the time with, right. with my full-time job. So I did yes. it with money. So that meant I sent a lot of mail. So mm -hmm. I was mailing all these people. And in the beginning, I, I was at my parents' house when we were doing this. We'd mm -hmm. eat dinner, we'd clean up, and then everyone would mail. <laughs> Even the babies were putting little oh, stamps on cute. the envelopes. <laughs> I, I must say, though, that my two-year-old has no work ethic. She'll stick like three stickers on and she's done. I'm like, Actually, ah. this is why you're building a legacy so she can go right into <laughs> That's right. That's right. <laughs> go right into it. That is awesome. Okay, so we're doing this. We've got somebody that's reaching out for us and we're doing three cents on a dollar. 30 cents on a dollar. Sorry. Now that three cents is out of control, right? That's a good deal. <laughs> yes. That would be a super <laughs> good deal, but we're doing that. We're moving forward. Now, when we're strapped for cash, we've yeah. you've already mentioned that we don't have to pull out our 401k because that is yeah. huge because mm -hmm. a lot of people think that they need to cash out a 401k, then put that money out on, yeah. on property. So that is huge. And we appreciate that information because Janelle 
had no idea that was possible. <laughs> yes. So I'll do you one better. So Janelle, so my Janelle, that's 59 and a half plus. Yes, you can go mm-hmm. ahead and use your 401k. Now, to be clear, anybody can do this at any age. You can, your 401k can invest in whatever it wants to invest in. It's just mm-hmm. a matter of, do you have a custodian that will allow you to do that? The reason why my older Janelle makes it makes sense for her to do this is because when she turns a profit, she can actually spend it and enjoy that cash. My younger person, uh, your name is going to be Suzanne. Okay. You can't do that. All right. So <laughs> you can flip in your 401k, but you're going to have to just let that money sit there and look pretty. We can't touch it. For either one of you, you don't really need money to do this deal. Okay. So here's what we do. There's two ways that you can do this in real estate. There's wholesaling and double closing. Does, do either one of those make sense right now? Yes. Yes. Okay, cool. Cool. In the real estate, I'm sorry, in land flipping, we really encourage wholesaling, um, especially if you're going to get cash for that deal. Wait, uh, so now hold yeah. on. That makes sense to me, but let's make sure. Okay. Is- and let's get, you, let's get you on board. For right. All right. So the way that this would work in real estate, when you buy a house, you might go up to the you know builder or your realtor and sign a contract and say, I am going to buy this house. I'm ready to go. You don't actually pay for it the day that you sign the contract. You've got 30, 45, sometimes even 60 days to actually close and pay for that property. So within that time frame, you can find some other investor who's more interested in buying that property than you are. And there are investors out there that will pay five, ten, twenty thousand dollars just to cross your name off the contract and put their name in their contract instead. So in that space, when the 30, 45, 60 days comes up, you really don't have to show up to closing because you're not you're not closing anymore. You crossed off your name. Someone else is gonna close. But when that person does, you're just gonna get a check in the mail without ever having put down a deposit, without Ooh. ever having to buy that property. Yeah. Oh, that's like online shopping, right? <laughs> yes. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. So you can do that outside of your retirement accounts. And that is actually what my husband and I do. Our cadence is we flip three properties in our regular business. And then the fourth property, regardless of the profit margin, it's just a regular cadence. The fourth property we assign to our 401k so that our 401k can flip property. And that's how we're growing our retirement wealth and our active wealth. Okay. I'm loving it. Okay. We're, where is the <laughs> confetti? We have some confetti going now. That's what's happening. Okay. So ladies, we've got our 59 plus, and then we've got our below that, the ladies yes. that are like a little younger or our gentlemen that are a little younger. These are things that you can do. I promised you guys in the beginning of the show that we were going to talk about some things that anyone can do that strap for cash. This is what I'm talking about. Jansen, he, this is gold. Yes. Okay. So what, when we decide that this is what we're going to do, we have to manage all of this. How do we do that? Yeah. Managing scaling is really the biggest piece. It is completely fine for mm-hmm. you to run this as a side hustle. And you're just making like an extra 60, 80, $100,000 a year. If that's really all you're looking for, that's fine. Mm-hmm. And that's what we did for the mm-hmm. first two years of the business. When we decided, and it's funny because I, that was never really where I wanted to be. That's just what my time allowed. But people at my job knew I would. I was famous for saying that I'm really a real estate investor. I just have this side gig called a full-time job. So <laughs> they all knew where they stood. But so if you really want to scale this, I would say you should be willing to dedicate about um, three hours 
hours a day to this business. Mm -hmm. And that's just to manage the phone calls, to make sure that your mailings are going out on a regular basis, closing work. But I absolutely love it. And since I quit my full-time job, I, I do this business now with about three hours a week doing it. But that's just because I've got other people on the team who are all commission-based. So we all have this, there's no, I'm not bleeding money every week. When I make money, we all make money, but there's, mm. I try to manage it that way as well. So get some hungry people who, who want to learn the business and we all grow and learn together. That is beautiful. That right there is great because if you're, you know, like, okay, I'm paying every week or every month or every two weeks or whatever mm. it is. And I'm not bringing in is painful. Oh That's painful. Yes. So that in itself is just a huge load off your back because yeah. that means everybody's hungry to make it happen. So let's step back a little bit. You have a program that's called flip your money. Yeah. How does yeah. that work? Going back to the original reason why we gravitated towards land, we needed a cash machine so we could buy more rentals so we could get more passive income. I don't know about your market right now, but we're talking right now in 2021 and Orlando is on fire as is much of the US. So for me to buy more apartment buildings, it's it has been a challenge for me to find apartment buildings that fit my buying criteria and we are very disciplined. So we say no a lot. And over time, we see this growing pile of cash that's giving me heart palpitations because it's earning zero interest. So we had to do something else. Now, at the same time, I was learning how to sell vacant land and get that 12.9% interest by lending it out to the new owners. But I still had this big chunk of cash. So I went out to other land flippers and I was like, hey, I, I know what you do. I do what you do. So if you have notes too, I'll buy them. So now I'm helping other real estate investors who might be in a different spot. They don't want cash flow. They have other renovations. They're trying to pay down debt. There's other things. They don't want cash flow right now. Right. I'm able to come in, give them the cash up front. And because I buy those notes at a discount, rather than earning 12.9% on those deals, I'm consistently earning 18 to 25% year over year return on those investments. Okay. That's what's up. <laughs> that is what's up. Yes. <laughs> And, it, and it's great for them. They get the cash they need to move their business forward, do more marketing or whatever it is they're going to do. And, and I get to not stare at this pile of money doing nothing for me. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Which that's not so bad, but yes, it is. Exactly. Yes. Hey, you know what? It's it, you have so much to give. You have so much to give and we always want more. And so this is where I'm coming to the mentoring moment segment of the show. And this is where I am firing off a thought-provoking question for our audience so they can receive even deeper, even more mentorship from you. If you only had a hundred dollars yeah. and you needed to do this all over again, what would you do? I had a hundred dollars to start today. This is, that's a really good question. It's, it's so hard. Right? Yeah. Yeah, it is. I would definitely go to my real estate investment association network, like absolutely crazy. Mm -hmm. And I would offer my time because for, to make any deal work, real estate or otherwise, you generally need time, money, and experience. So with very little cash and with zero time or zero experience, I would offer my time to an experienced investor and trade that for a percentage of the deals that he's working on. And I'd grow my capital that way. 
There you go. And you still have your hundred bucks. Exactly. <laughs> there you go. Oh my goodness. Jansen, you have been, everybody's going to want to just jump all over your DMs, get all of your email, be That's all over fine. your website. I'm telling you right now. So we are putting all the information on the show notes, but let everyone know right now, what's the best way that they can reach out to you? Yeah. So you can find out more about what I do either on the land side or on the money side at flippingwithoutrehab.com. Uh, or you can connect with me. The, the best way to get in touch with me is through TikTok and just DM me and I'm at flipping without rehab. Okay. Thank you so much for all of your value. And I know Janelle and Suzanne are going to be so excited <laughs> to get on their, get on their way with their new ventures. Thanks to you. So thank you so much for coming on the show. Thank you. As always, thanks for listening. And if you got value out of the show, please show us some love and rate us by going to ratethispodcast.com backslash Total Fit Boss Chick. You're listening to the Total Fit Boss Chick Podcast. Bye for now.